Mother, why did Daddy switch to Postum? Your father says there's no caffeine in Postum. Nothing to spoil your sleep. And your father knows best. Yes, it's Father Knows Best, transcribed in Hollywood, starring Robert Young as father. A half-hour visit with your neighbors, the Andersons. Brought to you by Instant Postum, the good-tasting drink that's entirely caffeine-free, and by Post 40% Bran Flakes, America's largest-selling Bran Flakes. As far back as history has recorded her activities, woman has been a rather puzzling creature, especially when she's going through what is known as the teenage. A good case in point is young Betty Anderson. But before we can reveal the capricious maneuvers of her feminine mind, we must first look in on the principal male member of the family, Jim Anderson, as he settles himself in the den to do some work in the quiet of his home. Like this. I see now. Uh, this ought to be a good place for the dictating machine. Well, be careful you don't scratch the table, dear. This won't scratch it. I have it on my desk at the office all the time. I don't see why you had to lug that home. I told you why, honey. I have a lot of letters to dictate, and it's impossible to do it at the office while they're remodeling the building. Oh. Air hammers pounding away, pneumatic drills, enough to drive a man crazy. Well, it'll be nice and quiet here, and I won't let the children bother you. Good. Want me to close the door? Yeah, that's a good idea. Anything you want now? No, that's fine. Well, I'll keep the children quiet. Good. Well, let's see here now. Letters. Might as well start with this one, I guess. Uh, Mr. Vernon W. Gillespie, 447 North Menlo Street. Dear sir, and Ray policy number 821X49493Q. Under separate cover, we are returning your above-numbered policy together with... Hi, Daddy. Uh, Kathy, I'm trying to do some work. That's okay, Daddy. You won't bother me any. Well, Kathy... There's a new family moving in next door, and I want to watch them unload. Well, can't you watch them somewhere else? This is the only window where you can see them. Well, all right, but just be quiet. I will, Daddy. Uh, let's see here. Uh, returning your above-numbered policy together with the loan agreements and the vouchers... Hi, Dad. How come you're home? Oh, uh, got some work to do. There's a new family moving in next door, Dad. So I've heard. Move over, shrimp. You're taking up all the room. Uh, Bud. You don't need all that room. Kids. Hey, look, they're carrying in a bicycle. Must have a boy in the family. Uh, I wonder how old. Kids. Oh, probably some little squirt about your size. Boy, I hope so. Kids, I'm trying to dictate some letters here. Do you mind? Oh, sorry, Dad. We'll keep quiet. (sighs) Where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, returning your above-numbered policy with the loan agreements... Kathy, what are you doing in here? Nothing. They bothering you, dear? Oh, no. (laughs) I told them to stay out of here. Come on, children, leave your father alone. Just a minute, Mom. We want to watch just a little longer. Watch what? It seems there's a new family moving in next door. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Let me see, Bud. Oh, me. (laughs) Well, look at that lovely buffet. Come here, dear. Margaret, I... 
My stars. Look at that tomato-colored Davenport. Well, better make the best of this. Let's see, where was I? Ah, better start over. Mr. Vernon W. Gillespie, 447 Menlo Street. Dear sir. Hey, where is everyone? Under separate cover. Oh, hello, Father. We are returning. Betty, don't make any noise. Your father's trying to work. Your above-numbered policy. Are you working, Father? Who can tell? (laughs) Above-numbered policy, together... Hey, Betty, we're watching the new family. Kathy, shh. Oh, how utterly plebeian can you be? With the loan agreements and the voucher... Mother, I'm ashamed of you for stooping to such... Gee, look at the boy who just drove up in the station wagon. Is he going to live there? I suppose so. Yeah, that's the second time he's driven up with a load. Oh, isn't he cute? (sighs) And to think he's going to live right next door. Oh! Princess. Oh, such beautiful, wavy, black, utterly, utter hair. How can I meet him? Okay, I give up. The simplest way I know of is to go out there and say hello. Here, let me see him. Go out there and say hello? You said you wanted to meet him, didn't you? Oh, don't be so utterly Model T. (laughs) I'm sorry. Let's see. How can I do it? I want to attract his attention in some good, subtle way. You might go out there and start throwing meatballs at him. (laughs) Oh, hush. You might catch his eye that way. Well, hey, don't go away mad. My dear, sweet, beloved family, would it be asking too much to have you clear out of here and let me get to work? Your father's right, children. You've got to stay out of here. In a minute, Mom. No, right now. Come on, Kathy. All right, Mommy. In a minute. I hope you kids don't fall out that window. Come on, children. Right this second. Okay, Mom. Coming. Holy cow. Look at Betty out there. Out where? She's out there sweeping the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, my stars. Right over near the station wagon. <laughs> Why didn't she put on a coat? She's going to catch cold. I think she has something else in mind she's trying to catch. (laughs) Look, she's practically over on their sidewalk now. Next time that guy comes out, he'll trip over. Well, that's probably the basis of her whole subtle plan. (laughs) There he comes out of the house. This should be very interesting. The designing female in operation. Boy, look at her sweep. I wish I could get that kind of work out of her in the kitchen. Pretends she doesn't see him. He didn't even see her. Walked around her. (laughs) Escape the trap. I'm going to call that girl in here. This is ridiculous. Wait, Mommy. He's got a lamp, and he's heading back again. Maybe she'll get him this time. Why doesn't she trip him with a broom? By golly, I believe that's what she's going to do. Oh, no. She's spraining her ankle. Pretty good fall she faked there. He's stopping this time. He has to. She's blocking the sidewalk. He's bending down. He's going to help her up. No, he's not. He's just picking up her broom and handing it back to her. There he goes again. Eh, This boy's no fool. Well, I'm going to call her in the house right this minute. The very idea. Girl her age... Oh, I guess I won't have to. 
She's coming back in. Aw, shucks. I thought this was going to be the beginning of a beautiful romance. (sighs) Well, it might have if she just bothered to use one little word. Hello. I don't think you quite understand the workings of a young girl's mind, Jim. I'm positive I don't. I realize that more every day. Now that all the excitement is over, will all you spectators please clear out and let me get to work? Come on, children. You've got to stop bothering your Hi, father. Hi, sis. How's your broken leg? Oh, you keep quiet. Betty, I don't think it was very ladylike of you to go out there and do Mother, all... there is the utterly stupidest, the most utterly ignorant boy I've ever seen in my whole utter life. I don't know. I thought he was rather a gentleman. Handed you back your broom. Oh, <laughs> You can't ask more than that of a gentleman. Well, I just hope I never have to speak to that insufferable little... He's looking over toward our house. Is he really? (laughs) Maybe he saw me after all. How could he help it? (laughs) Maybe if I'd put on that pretty new red dress I've got, I think I'll try it. Now, Betty, don't do anything like that. Oh, dear, that girl. Well, come on, children. Let's leave your father alone so that he can get to work. Great idea. Come on, Kathy. Come on, but... Wait a minute, where is Bud? I don't know. He was right here a minute ago. Bud! Margaret, can't you hunt for him in some other room? <laughs> That's strange how he disappeared so fast. Well, come on, Kathy. Okay, Mommy. Mother! What is it, Betty? You know where my red checkered hair ribbon is? You mean the plaid one? I looked there. It's not there. Well, try the other drawer. <laughs> Oh, how I long for the peace and quiet of the pneumatic drills. Well, come on, Kathy. You come out in the kitchen with me. Okay, Mommy. You go ahead and work, Jim. That was vaguely the plan I had in mind. Where's Betty? I got news for her. Hey, where did you go, bud? Next door. Where's Betty? Is she upstairs? Did someone call me? Yeah, I did. Hey, look, I got some news... How do I look, Mother? You look fine, but... I don't approve of you dressing up just to attract some new boy. What will Ralph say about this? Oh, I'm not speaking to him anymore. This week. (laughs) Father, tell me. If you were that boy next door, would you give me a second look? Yes. I'd take a second look to see what you've done with your broom. (laughs) Sis, do you want to hear what i got to tell you, or don't you? It's about that cluck next door. The new boy? Yeah. You want to meet him, don't you? Why do you think I've got on this outfit? Well, you're going to get your wish. I am? Yep. Fred's coming over here. That's his name, Fred. He, he's coming over here? Yep. I can hardly believe it. How did you manage it? Oh, it was simple. I just told him you were dying to meet him, so he's coming over to meet you. <laughs> oh, no. No, you didn't. Oh, you ruined me. What did I do? This is the end, the end of everything. Wait, Betty, it's not as bad as you think. Oh, this is awful. Dad. Yes, son? What did I do wrong? (laughs) I wish I knew, son. I wish I knew. Jim, poor man, can't seem to figure out his teenage daughter, Betty. Well, the ways of most women are sometimes pretty baffling. And yet, take a lady like uh, Mrs. Ed Prentice. Maybe I better let Ed himself tell you about it. Ed? 
You know, lots of us men sometimes get the idea that our women folks aren't as much concerned with our welfare as they should be. <laughs> well, I want to say right here and now, it isn't true. And just to prove it, take my own case. You know how I first became friends with Postum? Well, it's all because my wife figured out just why I wasn't feeling tip-top. I didn't have sense enough to realize that maybe it was the caffeine in my coffee that was keeping me awake nights and all tired out and jittery days. But she did. She said, look, honey, why don't you switch to Postum? And believe you me, she had the facts, too. Sure, she said, Postum doesn't have any caffeine, none at all. And looks to me like you're one of those people who can't take caffeine. Though, of course, many people can. So, I tried Postum. And I liked Postum. Still drink it regularly. And sleep? Say, you switch to Postum yourself. And see what a wonderful difference it makes. And how you sleep. And how you feel. That's Postum. Instant Postum. The good tasting drink that's caffeine free. Well, man has learned how to spit the atom. He's learned how to send voices and pictures through the air. But by golly, there's one problem he hasn't solved. He hasn't figured out women. Look at what's going on in the white frame house on Maple Street. Just because Bud went next door and told the new boy that Betty wanted to meet him, you'd think the world was coming to an end. Jim and Bud and Margaret are in the downstairs hall, and Betty is on the upstairs landing. The thunderbolts are flying. Stand back. Oh, why was I born to think that my own brother would do this? Now, Betty, be reasonable. How could anybody be so utterly, utterly stupid? All I did Betty, was... Betty, dear, listen. This is the end, the absolute end. I'll never be able to show my face outside again. I'll have to leave town. Holy cow. Oh, to die, to die, but to utterly die. She must have popped a cork. <laughs> Bud, you should have known better. All I did Margaret, was... Margaret, why is it Bud's fault? Betty was doing everything but setting the house on fire to meet the boy. I know, dear, but... Bud I... simply did the logical thing. What's wrong with telling this Fred, or, or whatever his name is, that Betty wants to meet him and inviting him over? Yeah, I don't get it. Look, it's very simple. When a girl says she wants to meet a boy, she means that she wants to meet him... But she wants the boy to not think she wants to meet him, but that he wants to meet her. <laughs> Don't you see? No. You explain it to him, dear. Me explain it? I don't see it either. Well, it's so obvious. A girl can't throw herself at a boy. Are you kidding? <laughs> There's nothing more embarrassing to a girl than to have a boy think she's chasing him. You know that, dear. Well, certainly I do, Mommy! but... Mommy! Well, I have to go out to the kitchen and see what Kathy wants. You understand all that, Dad? Mm. <laughs> yes, I suppose. Uh, come in a dance, son. I'll try to explain. Uh, sit down, bud, old man. Gee... The way Mom talked, you, well, you'd think I'd committed a crime or something. Well, son, women are funny. 
Uh, just between you and me, I knew what your mother was talking about. I was just acting dumb. <laughs> You're a pretty good actor. <laughs> you see, son, another thing about women, they'll try to explain to you how they think. But they don't really want you to understand. See what I mean? No. <laughs> Look, I know what's going on in Betty's mind. There's nothing mysterious about it. First, she wanted to meet this Fred next door. Then she found out you'd told him that and invited him over, and she was embarrassed. Now she won't face it. You couldn't pay her to meet him. Gee, you're pretty sharp, Dad. Well, I know something about women. <laughs> Father. Oh, yes, Princess. What is it? Has Fred come over yet? Fred? <laughs> no, but I thought you didn't want to see him. I don't. Never, never, as long as I live. Well, that's what I thought. Where are you going? Up to my room, and I'm going to stay there. I don't want to see anybody ever. Well, all right. Be sure to let me know if he comes. <laughs> hmm. Dad, could you explain that to me again? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I uh, have a lot of work to do here. I... I stayed home from the office today so I could, uh... Hey, Daddy! Here he comes! Here who comes? The boy next door! He's coming up the walk! What are you going to tell him, Dad? Well, I can't tell him to go home. There he is, Dad! All right, all right. Uh, want me to go to the door? No, I'll go. How do you do, sir? I'm Fred Tibbetts. We're moving in next door. Oh, yes. Uh, your son, Bud, asked me to come over. He said his sister Betty... Well, come in, Fred. Thank you. Uh, Bud's in the den there. Just go right in. I'll uh, go up and tell Betty you're here. Okay. Hi, Bud. Oh, hi, Fred. Where is he, Daddy? In the den with Bud, and you stay out of there. Where are you going? Upstairs to get your sister. I want to stay here and walk. You go outside. Oh, darn. Oh, I should have gone to the office. Betty... Come in. All right, Princess. Fred's here. He is? Are you coming down? I most certainly am not. <laughs> but you told me to be sure and let you know when he came. I don't want to see him, Father. I don't want to see him. Look, Princess, will you make up your mind? I said I don't want to see him. All right. I'll tell him you don't want to see him. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> what? Do you want him to stay? I certainly do not. Oh, my aching head. <laughs> Princess, just give me an answer. Do you want him to go or do you want him to stay? No. <laughs> Betty, the boy is downstairs. What shall I tell him? I don't care, Father. Tell him anything you want. All right. You're not interested in seeing him? No. Good. All I wanted was a definite answer. Jim, are you upstairs? Coming right down. Did you talk to Betty? Yes, I finally figured out that little female mind of hers. She really doesn't want to see the boy. Father, is there someone here to see me? Someone to... <laughs> Betty, I just... I thought you had it all figured out, dear. Father, who's there? Oh, no. <laughs> it's Fred, Princess. Fred who? Fred, the, uh boy from next door. Just lean back against the wall, dear, and take a deep breath. 
I think you're confused, Father. That is the most accurate statement she's made all day. I'll be down in a minute. Hey, Dad, Fred's sitting in there. What are you going to do? Well, I'm seriously thinking of going outside and putting my head in a bucket of cold water. Dear, I can't understand why you're so upset. Margaret, I just talked to Betty, and she said... I mean, I told her Fred was here. She knows who he is. Dad. She said, I don't want to see him. No, what's so strange about that? Dad. Now she's coming down to see him, but she claims she doesn't know who he is. Well, isn't that perfectly natural? Natural? Dad. Margaret, you mean you understand what's going on in that so-called mind of hers? Well, isn't it rather obvious, dear? Mom. What is it, bud? Ask Dad to look at me. (laughs) Dear, look at Bud. What is it, Bud? Thanks, Mom. Dad. Margaret, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no rhyme or reason to the way she's acting, and you know it. Holy cow. (laughs) Bud, why are you standing here muttering? If you have something to say, say it. What do I do with Fred? He's sitting in there. Is someone here to see me? Yes, my enchanted one. He's in the den, and you'd better hurry in there before he turns into a pumpkin. Father, you don't make sense. I don't. Come on, Betty. Well, I haven't the slightest idea what this is all about. Hasn't the slightest idea. Get her. Where are you going, dear? Stand here by the door of the den. I've got to hear this. Now, don't eavesdrop. I'm not eavesdropping. I just have to find out how she gets out of this. Betty, this is Fred. Fred, this is my sister, Betty. How do you do? How do you do? I saw you out in front this morning. You were sweeping the walk. Oh, I don't recall seeing you. (laughs) Didn't see him. (laughs) Do you live in the neighborhood, Ted? His name's Fred. You saw him moving in next door. Jim, get Bud out of there. Leave him alone. He's the only sane one in the family. Funny you didn't see me. I saw you. Well, I pay so little attention to what goes on in the neighborhood. Listen to that, Margaret. Be quiet. Bud, didn't you say Fred came over to borrow something? Well, that wasn't... Ted, the... no. You said you wanted to meet him. <laughs> Who? Me? What a performance. How could I possibly have said I wanted to meet him? I don't mean to be utterly rude, Fred, but after all, it's simply too, too ridiculous. I heard you. (laughs) Oh, that Bud. But he's right. Oh, hush. Anyway, I'm glad you came over, even if Bud did get a little confused. (laughs) Well, I'm glad I did, too. I suppose you'll be going to the college. Oh, sure. You go there? Oh, yes. It's a lot of fun. In fact, there's a big varsity dance Saturday night. I suppose you'll go. She's sneaking up on him like a cat on a bird. (laughs) She's not either. Well, I I don't know anybody in town. Would you like to go to the dance with me? By George, she did it. (laughs) Oh, I'm terribly sorry, Fred. I have another date. Oh. Margaret, what's this? She doesn't have a date. Well, naturally. Maybe another time. Yeah, later on, maybe. They're coming out. Get in the dining room. Well, I hope to see you soon, Betty. Yes, come over again. See you at school. Goodbye. 
Isn't he divine, Mother? Isn't he just simply super divine? What a double cross. How could I have possibly said I wanted to meet him? Ha, ha, ha. Oh, be gone, be gone, be gone. Boy, that's the last time I ever do a favor for you. Princess, your old dad gives up. I raised a white flag. I must be very dense, but I confess that I'm completely baffled. About what, Father? You. Me? What have I done, Mother? Nothing that I know of. Now, now wait, wait a minute. I've seen all this with my own eyes. You went through tortures to meet this Fred, this dreamboat. You connived and plotted to get him to ask you to the dance Saturday night. Naturally. Then when he asked you, you refused to go with him. I don't understand it. What was your reason? Oh, very simple. Tomorrow, he'll go to school and he'll meet Janie Liggett. Janie will swoon over him and he'll ask her to the dance. Then tomorrow night, Janie will call me up to tell me the big news that Fred's taking her to the dance. Yes? Then I'll simply say, oh, really? Why, he asked me yesterday and I turned him down. Won't that be super? See you later, Father. Margaret, do mm-hmm. you mind if I sit down? I'm tired, dear. Oh, no, no. You haven't been able to do much work. I'm sorry we've wasted your day. Honey, it wasn't wasted. I've learned more about women today than I ever knew in my life. For goodness sake, eat post-brand flakes, so good and so good for you. Ladies, that's a fine little melody to keep in mind every time you go shopping. I say that because new post-40% brand flakes really are good and so good for you. You see, something wonderful has happened to brand. So now, when you get post-brand flakes you get a delicious new magic oven flavor that's fast becoming the favorite cereal flavor of more people every day. And, of course, post-brand flakes gives you those important keep-regular benefits that brand is famous for. So, next time you go shopping, look for new post-40% brand flakes, America's largest-selling brand flakes. And remember that friendly melody. Post-brand flakes are so good. And so good for you. Well, it's been quite a day for the head of the Anderson family. He's just completed a liberal education in the wiles and mysteries of the feminine mind. It's evening now, and Jim is in the living room reading the paper when the smallest of the Anderson feminine faction approaches. Like this. Daddy. Oh, hello, kitten. Can I sit on your lap? Why, sure. Come on up. What's on your little mind? Nothing. I just wanted to sit in your lap. That's what I like about you, kitten. Honest, straightforward, no tricks. You know, I think you're going to be different. You're more like your dad. You're the best old daddy. You really think so? Mm-hmm. Could I have a dime, Daddy? <laughs> Why, sure, kitten. 
Here you are. Oh, you're just yummy. Gotta go now. See you later, Daddy. Goodbye, honey. Well, large or small, they're all alike. Join us again next week when we'll be back with Father Knows Best, starring Robert Young as Jim Anderson. Until then, good night and good luck from the makers of Post 40% Brand Flakes, America's largest selling brand flakes. And Instant Postum, the drink that's entirely caffeine-free. In our cast were Helen Strom as Kathy, Dorothy Lovett, Rhoda Williams, Ted Donaldson, and Jack Bivens. It's the best hot cereal you ever ate. Post Wheat Meal, the best hot cereal anybody ever ate. Rich and delicious with a nut-like flavor you never want to miss. And hot Post Wheat Meal is so good for you. Packed full of solid whole wheat nourishment, especially good for children. Post Wheat Meal takes just three minutes to cook. Get the big family economy size with a picture of Roy Rogers on the package. Post Wheat Meal, the best hot cereal you ever ate. Father Knows Best was transcribed in Hollywood and written by Paul West and Roswell Rogers. This is Bill Foreman speaking. Tonight, play Truth or Consequences on NBC.